0: Shohei Ohtani just signed a $700 million contract. We're going to talk about it on this bonus edition, Locked On Mets. You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you and Mets fans, you're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day, Locked On Mets. is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. On the show today, we have the biggest contract ever to discuss, even if it's not one that was signed by the Mets, Shohei Otani to the Dodgers for an insane price tag. I'll give you my live reaction to that in the first segment, and then in the second segment, talk a little bit about how that could impact the Mets in their pursuit of Yoshinobu Yamamoto. And then in the final segment from this YouTube live I did, I take a couple of questions from uh, the live viewers. Before we get to any of it, though, I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on X at Finkelstein Ryan. You can also find some of my writing at justbaseball.com, where I work as the managing editor, and where I already wrote a little news piece on Shohei Otani signing with the Dodgers for $700 million dollars and obviously this doesn't directly relate to the Mets but I had to hop on a mic somewhere and talk about it because I was blown away by that number how could you not be the Otani sweepstakes have been crazy okay his camp kept things remarkably quiet we never really knew what was going to happen there was all of this sideshow on Friday about the plane logs and how there was a flight going from Anaheim to Toronto and everyone thought he was going to be a Blue Jay and then there's you know, unverified Twitter people that are saying he's going to the Cubs. And it ends up being the team we thought it was going to all along, Los Angeles Dodgers. And no matter what Dave Roberts said when he probably wasn't supposed to say anything at the winter meetings, that didn't ultimately deter him because how could you get deterred from basically uh, getting to stay where you've been living in Southern California, uh, go to the bigger market team with the obvious – Uh, Opportunity to make the playoffs every single year. And oh, yeah, by the way, you get $700 million over 10 years. What a ridiculous contract. Now, we don't know yet what the deferrals are. That's a really interesting tidbit. The only thing that I've seen reported before I hit record here is that it's 10 years, $700 million, and there's heavy deferrals on this contract. And some of these reports are saying it's uh, almost like all of the money, which I don't even get how that makes sense. How do you defer? $700 million. I I really am curious what that deferral is going to be. And that's going to potentially change how some contracts are structured. I don't know. I mean, basically, what deferring a contract does is it lowers the luxury tax number. For example, Francisco Lindor, he's got his $341 million contract. I don't know the exact amount that's deferred on that, but I do know that there is deferred money on the deal. And what that does is it takes his luxury tax number down to I believe a shade over 33 million dollars, something along those lines. Again, those numbers aren't right in front of me at the moment, but it, it does lower the luxury tax number. It might be even lower than that, it might be in the 32s. But the point is when you defer money because of the actual dollar value and, and what it is spread out on the deferral, it does take that luxury tax number down. So I don't know if you know when they say a significant portion, is it half the money? Is it you know three quarters of the money? It's crazy to think about like. Is Otani signing a contract that has him getting paid in like the, you know, 2080s? Maybe, maybe. I really don't know. Uh, Is Otani the Bobby Bonilla of the angels now? And is it all worth it? This guy is a free agent one to himself. And that's what this contract proves because nobody else is getting a deal like this. And part of getting this much money is how much money he's going to bring to the Dodgers over the next 10 years. The, you know, ticket sales, which Obviously, they do a fine in that department, but hey, they can jack up those prices if they want to. If people are going to show up to the ballpark, the jersey sales, the eyeballs around the world on all of these Dodgers games, and how it's going to impact their TV money. I mean, he's the one free agent that you can look at that tangibly increases your bottom line, no matter how much you're paying him. Like he is going to make them a boatload of money. And also, they're a team that you know they won the uh COVID World Series in 2020, but other than that, they've been you know pretty unsuccessful in the postseason when it comes to winning it all. And so you get a guy in Otani that you believe, and I think all of us would you know think, is going to really deliver when he finally gets to that big stage and, and make it all worth it. But I cannot get over that number. And again, the crazy part about it is the deferral aspect of it because on the surface, if it was just ten years, seven hundred million dollars. You would look at this contract and go, okay, well, that's a lot of money, but that's also their team. Their team is Otani, Betts, Freeman, amazing. I mean, best trio of players in the game. It's funny. I was actually just working on an episode of my other show, Who's Better Baseball, uh, where I was going to break down the top duos in baseball, and I might still do it, uh, and one of them was obviously Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts, and it was all based on the context of Aaron Judge and Juan Soto and how are they now the best duo in the game. Well, now there's a trio, and you can't have a better collection of talent in three players than Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Shoy Otani. Now, the funny thing about baseball is that does not guarantee anything, okay? Because the Dodgers are a team that still needs a lot of pitching. So, look at this upcoming season. Yeah, I don't know how they line it up. Is it Betts, Freeman, Otani? Is that how they, they put the lineup? So, they put somebody in front of them in the leadoff spot and go two, three, four with them. Who knows? Who knows how they're actually going to. You will put it into the lineup card. But with those three guys hitting consecutively, I mean, can you imagine if you're a pitcher and all right, I got Mookie Betts out. Okay. Now I got to face Freddie Freeman and just got him out. Here comes Otani. That's ridiculous. With all that said though, if they don't find some arms to, to throw this year, the Dodgers, you know, still might not be the favorites in the national league over a team like the Braves potentially. I mean, they got to find pitching, which it, you know, really makes this an interesting signing, and the deferrals so interesting because are the deferrals to the degree that the Dodgers can still find their way into the Yoshinobu Yamamoto sweepstakes? I would hope not, because from a Mets perspective, the first thing I thought when Shohei Otani signed with the Dodgers I was like, "Whew! All right, one less team in on Yamamoto," and that might still be the case, but that's the big question now is what does that deferral really do to the Dodgers and their ability to keep on spending this offseason? And who else are they going to put money into after giving well, well north of half a billion, closer to three quarters of a billion dollars to Shohei Otani? I'm going to break down uh, more Mets perspective of all this in just a minute before we do. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's $150 if your team wins. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Tonight, we got the NBA in season tournament cup, whatever they're calling that, the championship game. You got the Lakers and the Pacers. You want to throw a $5 money line bet on the Pacers and they win? You get $150 bucks in bonus bets guarantee. When you go to FanDuel, the app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including the spread, player props, over-unders, and more. So if you want to start playing today, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right. So how does this all impact the New York Mets? Let's just start with their pursuit or lack thereof of Shohei Otani. You can kind of see what happened here now, right? $700 million. Sure. Steve Cohen, one of the teams that could have done that, but uh, it makes sense when the Mets would sit this one out. Not to mention doesn't seem like Otani wanted to go to New York. Um, probably didn't want to go to the East coast. He stays out West. Uh, it was never realistic for the Mets to really get in the mix with all those varying factors. And so, yes, they miss out on Otani, but I don't think they were ever in the race. The bigger question now, though, is, one, you're trying to compete with this team in the National League that has these three unbelievable players. But all eyes are now on Yamamoto, right? It was you know, this offseason, while you know, Aaron Nola signed early and other guys have moved, it's really turned into the Otani Yamamoto offseason. And now Otani has landed. So the next sweepstakes is the Yoshinobu Yamamoto sweepstakes. And there was a report today that it's going to end up playing out and it should be resolved just before Christmas, which has given them, you know, plenty of time here, maybe a couple of weeks to get a deal done for him to meet all these teams. And obviously, if there was multiple teams that were in the mix to get Otani at $700 million, conceivably, you can cut that in half and a lot of teams could be in the race for Yamamoto. And I also wonder if the creative structure of Otani's deal has opened some team's eyes to how they could creatively structure a deal for Yamamoto as well. So as much as I think the Mets are squarely in the mix and as much as I believe that they will put an aggressive offer and they might put the equivalent of a $700 million offer to Yamamoto, he's not a two-way player. So like I said, you might have to cut that in half. Maybe it is a $350 million deal, which seems absurd and would have a month ago. I mean, at the end of the regular season, when I first started talking about Yamamoto, I projected a $219 million contract, which now looks laughable. And I was doing that based on you what know, Masahiro Tanaka made, inflating it a little bit based on the years that have been um, you know, passed since you know that deal was signed, looking at Sanga's contract, trying to come up with it. Now this guy, I, I, I'm starting to believe the starting number is $300 million, which is crazy because again, when everyone first started saying, oh, he's going to get $200 million before throwing a big league pitch, people are like, wow, that's a lot of money. Now you can add another hundred million to it, I think. And I have no idea how crazy these sweepstakes get. And again, the Dodgers still loom. Like my gut reaction when I saw it was okay, cool. They're not in the mix for, for Yamamoto anymore. But now with these, this deferral thing, I almost need to go on X real quick and make sure there's not more reporting on this. Uh, maybe I'll do that to, to cover it in the final segment here. I'll, I'll do a quick uh, look through and see what's out there. But the point is, you know, if the Dodgers stay in the mix and part of getting Otani to sign was hey, saying, hey, we'll defer this money. or if that's That was Otani's idea apparently. If Otani said defer the money, so that you guys know, can stay competitive, there might have been like an assurance. They're like, we're going to go after Yamamoto too. You don't know what was promised in these meetings to get the most coveted free agent in MLB history. So as much as we want to say, all oh, the Dodgers are out of it, I would not be surprised at all if just like when Soto gets traded to the Yankees and very soon after there was a report, they're still in on Yamamoto if the Dodgers are still in on him too and that's just going to make this bidding war pretty nuts. I will say that now that the Dodgers have gotten to sign, they could aggressively pursue Yamamoto but not put that that, you know, Mets matching offer there where if the Mets go to something crazy like a 350 million dollar deal, they might say hey, we tried, we couldn't get to that number. They'll still be fine. They'll they'll find a way to build out that pitching staff and and figure it out and you look to 2025 and all of a sudden It might be Otani and Walker Bueller in that pitching staff, and it's it's a completely different team. So for this year, I think the landscape of baseball, it gets really interesting. It's a really compelling move, but it's one that we all saw coming, right? So it's not too shocking, the money shocking, but the result of it, Otani in a Dodgers uniform, we've all been seeing those tea leaves. Yamamoto's the next big one to fall, though. And I think the Mets have a shot at it, but there's so like now what happens to the Blue Jays? What happens to the Cubs? If they were really in this to the very end, the Giants, does Steve Cohen really have well? We know he technically has the deepest deepest pocketbooks, but is he gonna go somewhere that none of these other teams will go? And if he does, are we sitting here you know 10 days from now, 15 days from now? doing the exact same thing we just did when we saw that $700 million come across our screen on Otani. Are we pulling back and going, Yamamoto got what from the New York Mets? He got how much money? And could the Mets get to a position with that contract where it gets too far? Or it gets to a point where as much as you love the idea of it, it's not the best way to build your team. I think that's a fair question. We all thought, hey, great. Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, $43 million a season. Who cares? You sign them. But if those guys don't pitch great in their you know, late 30s, early 40s, and now you're staring down the seasons where you don't think you're going to be competitive, all of a sudden you're pivoting and you're eating a ton of money. If this is a 10-year deal for Yamamoto, you're not going to be able to get out of it if it doesn't work out. Or if you do get out of it, I don't even know what that looks like for the team. And luckily, you know, Steve Cohen can erase a lot of these money problems because I think I saw something the other day that his net worth has like shot up since he owned the Mets. So even if he's running the Mets at a deficit, which I think he has been for sure with the luxury tax payments he's had, he's still doing great. Uh, with .72, he's fine. So it's not our concern as fans, but I'm really just – kind of blown away by what this deal is and what it could mean for Yamamoto now who's just in line to see his contract balloon just balloon so uh we'll be talking about this of course throughout the next couple of weeks until Yamamoto does sign what I want to do now is I want to take a, a brief break here on the live stream to gather myself to look through and see if there's any other reporting that is of note um and then I'll also scan through and take any questions for a final segment so uh, bear with me. I'll be back in a couple minutes here. All right. So, nothing new on the uh, Otani contract front that's uh, massively changing, except for the fact that there's no opt outs in the deal. So Tony's a Dodger and he's not opting out of it. He's going to be a Dodger for the next 10 years and uh, basically just committed to this organization. And uh, again, we're all just waiting to hear what that deferred contract really means because uh, the deferrals in the contract, what it, what it means, how big they are, how much flexibility is it going to give them? Like what does his luxury tax number ultimately come in at? It's not going to come in at 70 million. um, And that, Makes sense because that would kill you but you know, does it come in at 25 does it come in at 15 like how low can they get it because i don't even that that's math that's way beyond my pay grade as far as how that contract is gonna you know ultimately be reflected in, in their their cap sheet there with the luxury tax but it's nuts it's nuts and, and i also wonder you know did andrew freeman just like sign a contract for the dodgers with this one that's gonna be burning uh his great-grandson when he's a GM of the team because it's that far in advance I, I don't know I don't know how do you defer 700 million dollars It make sense put some comments out there this one's from my boy T for Keats uh yeah the goatee looks nice the hair needs a trim thank you Tyler that's actually one of my friends I just figured I'd shout him out real quick in case he actually is still watching um really only other question that we got here how much longer will Tani be pitching for that's at this point, I feel like if you're getting 700 million dollars you're pitching for the the length of this deal, you're going to keep trying to pitch. I think there was he's basically getting paid as two players here, right? That that's what this contract reflects. He's getting paid as a pitcher and as a hitter. So the hitter maybe makes 40 million. That's where Aaron Judge got, right? But the hitter doesn't make 70 million. So I imagine that he he expressed a commitment to pitch for the life of this dealer until his arm just can't take it anymore. So um, I I think that he's a pitcher for, for the length of this thing. And it's going to be amazing to watch to see if he can live up to a $700 million contract. I don't know. I don't know. Here's one last question. We just got, what's your updated prediction for Yamamoto? I'm still going to believe he's going to come to the Mets, but I think that the contract's going to get so crazy that, we're all going to really pause at it. That's what I think. I think that Steve Cohen wants this guy. um, And the Dodgers just showed you what wanting a free agent can do as far as how far you might go after the Mets are going to go far. So as far as what the contract is, I keep adding to it in my head. Like originally, like I said, it was two nineteen. Then I was saying, all right, 10 years, 300 million. I think the last show I did on it, I said, 10 years, 320 million. Uh, maybe you surpass Cole. What was Garrett Cole's contract again? Was it 324? I mean, maybe it's a 325. Yeah, 324. So maybe it's 10 years, 325. Um, maybe it's 11 years th- over 350. I-, I don't know. I don't know, but it's going to be a lot. And at this point, my my prediction that I actually will stick to, I think that contract does start with a three for sure. I think he's going to get into the 300 million. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll have uh, more coverage of all of that as uh, we get some reporting about it over the weekend and everything else. And uh, I'll be back with a new show on Monday. Appreciate all of you. Uh, here we go. Well, Tyler, get out of here. There's my, my friend again. Yeah. Were you listening, dude? There is a chance that he's not. Oh, it sounds with the other New York team. He's a Yankees fan. Get off the stream, Tyler. Uh, no, he's not going to sound with the Yankees. At least that's what I'll tell you right now. But, yes, the Yankees are in the mix. Anyway, that's going to be all for uh, this show. I guess I'll be back on Monday. Make sure you follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, follow me on X. Uh, follow, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you want to be a Locked On Mets insider to get all of the latest updates on the Mets, you can find the link on the episode description. Or go to subtext.com slash locked on Mets. And now, if you want uh, more coverage of Otani, I'm sure soon it'll be there for you Locked On Sports Today, the 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube that Locked On provides, giving you All the latest in the world of sports. So you can check that out uh, on YouTube right now and throughout the entire day, 24-7. Always got sports coverage for you there.